Hey folks, thanks for tuning in to War Cry Radio, where our host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, has been providing great practical life resources. If you have questions that you want answered, then email strategicsolutions at warcry.com, and Karina will be happy to read and answer them on the air for you. Thanks again for tuning in. That's strategicsolutions at warcry.com, W-A-R-K-R-Y.com. Welcome to War Cry Radio. Go be great. I am so excited today that we have a featured guest today. We have Dr. Natasha Anderson, and I am truly, truly excited about this particular episode. Guys, you all are in for an amazing treat. I've already been able to get a little bit of what she's got to offer, and I'm just blown away. So, I want to introduce, again, Dr. Natasha Anderson. Dr. Natasha, welcome to the War Cry Radio Go Be Great episode. How are you? Oh, thank you so much. I'm really excited about uh, being on the show today. And I can't thank you enough for just the opportunity to share with your audience about what who I am and thank what I you. do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. So tell us just a little bit about yourself. So I am Dr. Natasha Anderson. Um, I am a STEM strategist, STEM teacher, a mechanical engineer, um, an entrepreneur, plus a uh, professional speaker all all rolled into one uh that's just a little snippet i know we're going to talk about give you some details later but that's that's who i am awesome superwoman all wrapped up in one wonderful (laughs) so i want to jump right in there are a couple of questions that i want to ask you and so the first one i'm going to start with is tell us a little known fact about yourself Oh, okay. Again, um, I'm I'm usually bad at these things. It's like I don't know why this question throws me. It's not like it's a new. Co- <laughs> um, anyway, but I do like to sing. Um, a lot of people don't know that about me because I'm usually very serious. Um, and um, yeah, so it's like uh, her and singing. Uh, I don't <laughs> think so. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I will say this, you know, if you so choose, maybe later we'll have just a little snippet of that. Um, I like to tell Mm -hmm. people, those of you that can sing, I live vicariously through you all because I cannot carry a tune. I don't care how much I have. (laughs) I don't care how much it just, I just cannot, you know, I've been told that I actually sound like I'm crying. So oh no it's but it's true that is that is my truth so I I just go with it (laughs) but anyway so you actually like to sing you're a good singer awesome so the next question why are you in business and this question is going to have um it's a little meaty but why are you in business and what inspired you and do you feel the same way today as you did when you first began yeah this is a really great question okay so I'm trying to okay so I'll just start at the beginning so when (laughs) when I was in third grade um my teachers told my mother that um I was basically I was mentally delayed um for for and that's the nice word um they basically said that I would never read above a third grade level that I wouldn't I just wasn't going to amount to much Um, and my mother rejected that wholeheartedly that day, but that also was the start of a nice odyssey and journey, um, through education. So my mother made everything a learning experience, whether we were riding in the car, the grocery store at home, watching TV, listening to the radio, playing with my cousins, (laughs) you know, everything became an opportunity for me to learn, grow, discover all of those things. And I mean, we were the people, my brother and sister uh, and I, we were 
reading the encyclopedia at third, you know, third, fourth grade. Like those were <laughs> like who oh. reads the encyclopedia? <laughs> but that's <laughs> but that's what we were doing because my mother was just you will not be defined by other people. You were surpassed, you know, other people's understanding and their knowledge of who they think you are. And so um, it, it, that's, that was my life. So I, I fell in love with education. Um, but I was also that girl who liked to break up her toys and not just break them up just to break them up, but I was infinitely curious as to how they worked. And it didn't matter if it was um, it was your Barbie dolls, your remote control cars. I loved the Legos because I could put stuff together and break them apart. Um, Legos was just it was log cabins, all of those wow. the, the Lincoln logs. You I, I know we're probably dating ourselves, but like <laughs> I love those. Um, so so that set me down a journey to to engineering. Um, so I was always that girl trying to figure out how things worked. Um, my mother was entirely frustrated by the time I was a, a teenager because she was like, nothing in my house works because it was all <laughs> it was all jacked up because I had I had <laughs> had tried to jerry rig it back together <laughs> when I figured out how it worked. And, you know, uh-huh. the house was a was an experiment. So um that that was my life so it it made sense that I went into engineering and um which is what I did so I went to college um here um where I am and I went to one of the local colleges and um it's actually one of the best colleges for engineering in the United States so uh majored in mechanical engineering I loved it even though I didn't really know what it was um because hadn't heard of engineering when I was in high school, just sort of fell into it. Um, as uh, my senior year, I had a, went through a program called Inroads, which is all about introducing students to STEM careers. So that was the first time I'd ever heard of an engineer and, and specifically a mechanical engineer. And it resonated so strongly with me that I was like, yep, that's my thing. That's what I did when I went to college. Um, college was hard, um, harder than I ever thought because education by that point schooling was easy because I knew I knew how to do it you know I had Mm -hmm. mastered it but college was this other thing not only did you have to master it but you had to show that you'd mastered it and Mm -hmm. that was it so that was you know pieces of like whoa what do you mean um so uh did was a mechanical engineer for 10 years um mechanical engineers are the most generic of the engineering's and I mean that in the nicest way possible. So don't get me wrong if you're a mechanical engineer. Trust me, I was a mechanical engineer for 10 years. But I just mean it in that you have a hodgepodge of options available to you. If you are a mechanical engineer, you can go into manufacturing. You can go into um, what we call piping and plumbing. You can go into piping, piping and instrumentation and a whole lot of other things in between there. Um, as a mechanical engineer so it doesn't limit you to just doing one one thing or one industry um, which is what I loved so uh, I did that for 10 years I was the as you can and well I'm I'm black and I am a woman so in almost every situation that I was in as an engineer I was almost always the only woman and almost always the only black right. person and or or person of color. So that led me to education, to sort to leaving um, engineering to go back to to being a teacher. I shouldn't say go back to go into being a teacher uh, because I felt like I have got to be a part of the solution. I I see the problem. I I know the problem. I felt the problem. I think education is the answer. So I went and became certified to become a math teacher, a high school math teacher, where I felt like I was making a difference in the classroom on the front end, because kids would ask me all the time, oh, when are we ever going to use this mm-hmm. stuff? And I would always tell them, you know, math is about problem solving, but it's about problem solving everyday situations. Mm-hmm. If you think of, if you think of math like, um, 
there's a problem, I'm going to have steps or I'm going to develop steps. Or I'm going to learn steps to solve the problem. And then I'm going to solve the mm-hmm. problem. You know, so as a, and you can apply that to situations in your daily life as opposed, you know, as, as well as your, you know, 2x mm-hmm. plus 6 equal 12, mm-hmm. right? And so it took a while, but they finally started to get that. So that was, that was my, that was my mentality about teaching it. So I've got to be a part of the solution, which led me to, to the college rank some where I, I um, was the, was a, an instructor for a couple of years before moving into, um, to being a Dean where I had immediate control over curriculum, hiring of people, making sure that the programs we were running all were inclusive of African-American, Black, or other minority students in a really grand way, making sure we were awarding scholarships and all those opportunities to students um, in a really deferential and thoughtful Mm -hmm, way. mm -hmm. And then I just decided, you know, I need to be doing something else this isn't quite it which is when I left to start my business which um, is smart stem and we do a whole lot of stuff so we do programming we do training professional development program development curriculum development all for the k-12 and post-secondary space Um, but I work with nonprofits, for-profits corporate businesses all of those individuals who are in and around the STEM space who sees the need for us to really shore up this pipeline that we have in STEM, there's going to be a need. We already know it. They're predicting it. it the numbers, I feel like the numbers keep going up daily in terms of the number of people, um, the number of people leaving the STEM pipeline and the number of people we're going to need to replace and fill. And then for the jobs that we don't even know are coming, they, they have a number. So there's a need for us out here um, to embrace STEM. Not only do we need to embrace it, but we also need to make sure that our kids, African-American kids, other minority kids have have the same, if not more opportunity than others. So that's that's why I do what I do. You know, and and you answered, I, I had a question that um came up when I was looking at your website and it was it just kind of it I I read something on your website and it really stuck out to me and in your answer that you just gave of of the question that that answer was in there and it makes complete sense and I just want to I want to read just a little snippet from your website And it says, towards the bottom, it says, Dr. Anderson holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Mechanical Engineering Technology from Southern Polytechnic State University and both an MBA and a Doctorate of Education in Educational Leadership from the University of, of Phoenix. Okay, so right there, that sentence says, you've been busy for a very long time. Okay. And yes. so and then the next sentence says, in her off hours, she also tirelessly assists numerous outreach organizations and youth clubs with increasing awareness of STEM opportunities for minorities. So when I read that second sentence, knowing that you've been busy for an awfully long time, but even after you were not quite as busy, but still busy, you still decided even in your off time, this is just how my mind kind of goes. Even in your off time, you were still doing the same thing. And so to me, that shows the passion because I can sit here. I may not understand, you know, just being transparent. I may not understand every single solitary thing that you're saying. I get every, I get what you're saying. I understand. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm smart, but (laughs) but but I could listen to you for a long time because you you break it down to where people can understand it with so many degrees some people say words you're just like yeah I don't follow anything that you're saying but this (laughs) comes out of you as if it were just poured in 
Well, I, yeah, it's my life. Um, this is, this is literally my life. And, and I feel like it's my life's work. I've got to make sure that I told someone the other day that I'm in the business of reproducing myself. Mm -hmm. And I really mean that. Uh, I wasn't the brightest, the smartest, the quickest, any of that stuff. But yet I was still able to become an engineer and do it for 10 years. So um, it's not that you have to be super, super sharp, super bright. It's not that. And I think that that's the misconception that our kids have, Mm -hmm. that you have to be really smart to do it. Nah, mm -mm. you almost just have to be curious and enough to follow that through to the to the end. Um, and if you have if you have that amount of curiosity, almost about anything, you can be an engineer. You you can be a scientist. You can be a technologist. You can be a coder, because all of those all of those fields are about being curious enough to develop, um, to design, to to not be afraid of failure, to embrace it in a sense because failure means you have an opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. And then do it again. Wow. And so, and so I just, I, I mean, if we could get our kids to understand that it's not about being, you know, the A on the sheet of paper, it's about embracing critical thinking skills. And I know that word is overused a whole lot, but it's, but it, it transforms our everyday lives because we use it every day. So it's not just something that's just for if you're going into STEM critical thinking uh, skills transform STEM, but we use it in very practical ways in STEM. So I, I I love this. I I love it. And it's a part of who I am. And it's obvious. It's obvious. So I want to ask you just a couple of more quick questions and then I'm going to, then we're going to take just a quick pause. And then when we come back, I'm just going to give the floor to you for a few minutes to just speak your heart you know, um, certainly let us know what your contact information is. Um, I call my tribe, we are the Dangerous Evolution Tribe because we are forever evolving into better, into who we were designed and destined to be. And so, you know, I would love for them if they, you know, have questions so that they're able to reach out to you. But the next question that I want to ask Dr. Tasha is, and, and you may have touched on this um, within the communications that you've already given, but I want to be specific in this because I want people to really understand what's going on here. This is an amazing conversation. Uh, so th- my question is, aside from the obvious profit motive, how does your organization change lives? So in other words, how does it add value to your, my, our community? Ooh, you're talking about a, a great question. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I have to push up my chair on this one. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, that's, and it's really a thoughtful and great question. And it's something that I've given, I've given a lot, of, like I've slept and have woken up at um, like three o'clock in the morning, giving this thought, like, is, is what I'm doing, is, is what I'm doing making a difference? And I, when I left um, the college, I, I said, I don't want to, there were two things. One, I don't want to work a place where I can't be authentically myself. You know, mm-hmm. I, I no longer want to, pre- I, I want, I want to be able to present myself every day, all day. If I can't do that, that's not a space I need to be in. And two, I want to make a difference. I don't want to just be out here doing a thing, making a lot of money. You know, I I just have no desire to do that. So I I had to, you know, it's like, where am I? Where is the most need? Where, where can I, with my particular brand of skills and knowledge, I make a difference. Mm -hmm. And so that's when smart launched. It was, it, I quit. Um, which is it's like the first job I've ever quit in my life um, without without like a plan mm-hmm. like or another another transition to another job. It's like, uh, now I'm going to go do this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this looks like. But I said, um, 
it, what came back to me was I had friends who were in the who were in STEM space, and so I told them that, hey, I'm not I'm not at the college anymore, uh, and they were like, oh, great, I need your help with X Y Z one two three. I call another friend, and I'm like, yeah, um, you know, I'm not at the college anymore. I'm doing this so and so. Oh, great, girl, I need some help, you know, and it just happened. Wow. Or and it's like they were waiting for me to see what they had already mm. been seeing. Like people, people know you, they respect you, you're, you, you know, they know you, they know what you're about. So when you decided to show up, they were ready to embrace you. Wow. And I, and so I was like, okay, thank you, God. So yes. it sort of happened or, organically that way. And I can see the difference that I'm making um, through the partnerships that I've been able to make, the grants that I've gotten, the programs that I've been able to be a part of or to help develop the kids. I love the kids. <laughs> I love it. I love it when a kid has an aha moment, when they get the they get that code that was stumping them all week or they're able to build and design something and they like they understand the concept and we can take them through it when I can when I get to mentor young black girls and over time I can see them making progression man there's there's not there's not a better there's just not a better um result than that wow that is amazing that is amazing so we're going to take a quick break uh, quick pause and then we're going to come back and I've got two more questions and then I'm going to release the space to you to just kind of talk freely and also for you to give us your contact information. So stay tuned guys. We will be right back. Hey guys, real quick interruption here, and I'll let you get back to your episode. Be sure to go over to warcry.com to grab additional resources under Karina's Welcoming Wealth Center. Karina has curated and created a ton of great worksheets, ebooks, journals, e-courses, and the list goes on. Don't delay, go check it out. That's warcry, W-A-R-K-R-Y.com. Talk soon. Peace. So welcome back, guys. Thank you for joining us again. We have on the show today, Dr. Tasha, and Dr. Tasha is talking to us about uh, Smart STEM, which is a company that she has founded, and just the conversation has been amazing. And so just to continue on in that vein, Dr. Tasha, I want to ask you um, two more questions. And after the last question, then the space is yours to, you know, to really just talk to us about what's on your heart as far as smart STEM or anything else that um, you're affiliated with or associated with. So the first question is, what is the future of this type of business? And then the last question, Dr. Dr. Tasha, is what would you say we need to do today to pull the future towards us? So the first question, what is the future of this type of business? And then the last one, what would you say we need to do today to pull the future towards us? Okay, so this is both hard and easy. Um, The future of this business is um, tremendous because I think people thought that STEM was going to be one of those um, educational fads. They're going to wait it out. Um, Well, it ain't going nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, It is, it is, I think someone described it to me once as, um, as a cry, as the, as a crisis and not just an educational crisis. We're talking job crisis. We're talking finance crisis we're talking business and industry crisis because there just aren't enough people going into these types of jobs so it's not going anywhere so being in business in the business of stem in the business of making sure that minority uh, women 
or minorities in general get the same opportunities as others is important. And there are, I actually think that there probably should be more of us because we can't get everywhere. Um, Even though we are trying, Um, that those of us who are working in this space, um, it seems to be a relatively small enough space that we, I know a good many of them, um, or we know of each other. Um, we are LinkedIn friends where some of us are Facebook friends. Some of us are friends, friends. Mm -hmm. So it's small enough that we know each other and that's both good and bad because we need more people to go into the industry. So there is what I do believe is that there are, there's room enough for everyone. Um, I would caution people who are moving into, to the space to not think of that is just science or that is just technology. Um, I, the and this is me getting on my soapbox and I guess I can move into the the other question with here is that um STEM to me has never just been about engineering even though I am an engineer which means it's not it's not about science or technology or mathematics either it's about the four of those subjects together um how you integrate those four things together to come up with something great to understand these concepts together the ultimate to me which is why i it resonates so much so much and so uh personally to me is that i can see how science is impacted by math is impacted by technology you know what I mean? It's the same thing with engineering. Engineering doesn't exist without the other three. So it, it's 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 funny to me when I see people saying it's STEM, but when it's really science. And so I'm like, how is it that you're teaching you're teaching a science, calling it STEM, but you don't necessarily talk about technology, engineering, or mathematics? I don't get it. Wow. So, so um, and it, and that's no shade. I mean, mm-hmm. really, it's it's no according to Dr. Tasha. Um, I really believe in the magic and the awe and the wonder and the creativity and the innovation as it relates to STEM. Uh, It has all of those things. And so I've gotten into whole debates with people about whether it's STEM or STEAM or STREAM or whatever else, whatever other letter they're going to put in it. And I'm like, it's STEM, it because it encompasses all of that. Mm-hmm. Art, oh my, I love art. I'm, I feel like there's a hidden artist in here, minus the singing. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. I feel like there's like, I, I feel like there's a good, there's a good painting in here, at least one. Maybe I'll be a one-hit wonder in the art world. But all of that has mathematical principles and right now these days it's all it's technological you know and they're you know so it's just sort of like all of that's included in STEM and and so I feel like people wanted to add some stuff into it so they could they could see themselves which I totally get Mm -hmm. and then for my particular group I feel like black girls black women they're my heart group and we all everybody has a group like you know you know your people right Mm -hmm. and so I I love us I, I just, I love us in a way, you know, you know, that song, right? I I love her. And I love, I love us in a way. And, and I, every time I think about my experiences, um, as a black woman in STEM, I'm like, there should be, I shouldn't be going through this by myself. I should, there should be somebody I can lean on. Where's that person? It was literally six years into a 10 year career before I met another black woman engineer. Wow. Right. Dr. Tasha, I want to, I want to kind of interject just here for a second, because something just crossed my mind and this was, this is kind of off of, off the cuff. Sure. But Hidden Figures, Mm. the movie that came out, Mm -hmm. talk to us a little bit. So this is going to be a little bit longer. (laughs) Sure. And, you know, and I'm okay with that if you are okay with it. Yeah. Talk to us about that because I felt like that was a phenomenal movie that um, empowered and inspired because it did not show 
um, it, 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 I'm sorry, it showed what we are capable of. And it shows what, you know, I mean, to see this group of black women, I mean, and I don't mean just the three main figures. Mm-hmm. There, They had this entire pool of women who were amazing. I mean, they were like human calculators. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And so for that to be the case, you know, talk about that. Because I don't really know how to articulate it, but it just came to my mind. And I want you, because I feel like you are an expert in this field and you have the authority to talk about this, not just from, oh my God, I'm getting excited. Not just from a... (laughs) Not just from a... Um, engineer standpoint but from a woman and a black woman so you know I feel like I've got a true hidden figure on the phone right now oh thank you um I can tell you I was I was emotional about that movie um and I get choked up when I think about it because their story and you know that was how how long ago was that? Nineteen, what was that? I can't even remember. That story is yeah. still happening. Wow. So so let's think about that. That was mm. long ago, 1960, 1950, something mm-hmm. like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's that story in in varied forms and updated to 2020 is still happening. So wow. so to see them persevering through, coming into work every day, doing the work, showing the knowledge, the skill, the they they were smart women every day. There's just I just I just felt like these are my folks. These are my people. This is who we are. And, and it what Doc, I'm sorry, Dr. Tasha, the, the main character played by Taraji Henson, wasn't she diagnosed early as not being as smart also? Right. Wow. And, and oh they and, and what I learned later is that they do that and they are still doing that to our kids today. Wow. Because you know, I, I and I, I don't even want to speculate on why, but I know that that was done to me. And the fact that, I mean, and I didn't go into it, but the fact that by the time I left that elementary school, I was le- I was reading on a college level and I was doing math at a high school level. By the time mm-hmm. I left the elementary, I mean, you know, you understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if they put that in your brain that you aren't smart, you aren't smart enough, your thoughts become your reality. And how many kids have they done that to? Wow, my goodness. You know, that could have been the next Katherine Johnson. Who, who, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so that movie, I went with a group of girlfriends of mine and I literally cried in the theater and they did the whole, you know, it's like it's like a girlfriend moment. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my God, that's my, it's my story still on this screen. You know, I didn't look like them. It was back in the day, but this is still my story. Like, you know, with when she was doing and they were laughing, they were laughing at her and like, you don't know what you're talking about, but she's the smartest person in the room. That stuff mm-hmm. happened. I always tell people, um, brief story. I had, I was doing a job. Um, and the thing you need to know about engineers is that we don't necessarily, we don't work alone. So there's always a team of us, um, mm-hmm. especially when we were, I was working um, at a um, architectural firm and we were doing all sorts of buildings and stuff. We were on a military base um, and I was the mechanical engineer of record for the project. The commander, the base commander walked in, threw his, his, uh, his, his pad down in front of me. And uh, you know, it, it, threw, it threw me off and it, and it actually threw the rest of the men off. Cause again, only woman and only black person. He thought I was the secretary wow so he wow. threw he threw down this pad like you will take note little girl wow and wow. i had it, right so i had mm-hmm. to tell him um sir 
I, I don't know who your secretary or administrative assistant is, but that is not me. I am the mechanical engineer of record on your project. Uh, and, uh, and when he, he turned all shades of red and couldn't apologize enough, he could barely function in the meeting um, and come to find out later that he was mad because my boss calls and she was like, well, how did you know, how did you offend the commander? And I'm like, I offended the commander because he's mad because I called him out. I was supposed to suck it up. Uh, you know? Oh my goodness. <laughs> but, but I take, but what I took from that was, you know, I, I, I kept saying, I just, this is wrong. You know, and if there were more of us in the room, more minorities in the room, this wouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? It, it's mm. just like if we have to be in the room to make di to make a difference. Right. I can guarantee you that dude never did that again. Mm -hmm. You know, he at least he, he probably asked the question first. Right. 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 Absolutely. At the very least. Right. But there needs to be more of us in the room to do that and that's why I go so hard for this that's why I go so hard for this it, it's just we we're still needed it's still a it's still a battle we're still in a fight um our kids are into um into these careers much less our black girls mm -mm. So that's why I go. That's why I go hard. Wow, Dr. Tasha, share a little bit of. Um, well, would you go ahead and give us some of your contact information? I want to make sure we get that in here, um, and then if you could at, uh, answer, what would you say we need to do to pull the future towards us? And I know you've said a lot. I mean, some of the questions that I've had has they've been answered you know, in between the conversation, but this is an amazing, you know, you talk about a fireside chat. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you can find me um, on LinkedIn, Dr. Tasha. You can find me on Twitter at Dr. Tasha 11. You can find me on Instagram at Dr. Tasha. I also have a podcast called Stemming in Stilettos, where we honor and promote the um, the stories of women in STEM. It's also called, you know, it's called Stemming in Stilettos. It's on Anchor FM. Uh, it is on iTunes. It is on Spotify. It, it is on Google Podcasts. Um, I think I'm leaving some out. That oh, it's on Block blog talk radio okay because i will make sure you know we're gonna have i wanted you to be able to say it but also we will make sure we have everything in our show okay and on uh everything because i i just wanted you to be able to say it um because this is just amazing and so the the last question um what would you say we need to do today to pull the future towards us um, and this is just pertaining to anything. It can be pertaining to STEM. It could be pertaining to anything. Um, and after you answer this question, if you could just, you know, talk for about, and I know I keep, I know 10 minutes ago, I said 10 minutes and then 10 minutes. <laughs> but, you know, when you get someone that you can actually have a true authentic conversation with, it's like, you know, and in my case, I'm listening because I'm just like soaking it all in. I'm inspired by authenticity. I'm always inspired by authenticity. And so I, I, I have learned, and, and I wanna say this to those of you that are listening, I have learned how I don't have to say anything, you know? I can just simply listen. And so um, this has just been an amazing conversation. So. Um, I know, like I said, I've said 10 minutes and then 10 minutes and then 10 minutes. But, <laughs> you know, what would you say we need to do today to pull the future towards us? Hmm. I think what we need to do is 
I really think we need to you never heard of that saying that says go back to move forward uh-huh, uh-huh. um I I think that we need to we need to go back to move forward there's some things that were done in our parents and and our grandparents lifetime that we need to bring back because right now we live in such a divided and divisive world that we've forgotten how to be a community of people that live to that have to live together in the same space to to respect differences and and similarities for that matter wow. to res- to respect that my opinion is not your opinion and that's okay we don't have to agree mm-hmm. um that my reality even if we lived in the same space is not your reality oh my goodness that's good you're talking my um, language I, yes it, you know i really think that um women and men need to need to learn how to you know that's how we how we 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 need to move things forward or bring the future to us it's just we just need to be you know in a in a real sense we need to be kinder to each other but like in a really authentic impactful mm-hmm. way cuz that we i just feel like we've forgotten how to do that yes definitely definitely and i i agree with everything that you said wholeheartedly you know i um there are some things that I know um, some people probably would not agree with. And I'm very, um, you know, specific in how I release that information. But I, I, I agree 100%, you know, even in our interaction, you know, with the opposite sex and, you know, how we behave. It, I mean, just so many things that, as you said, if we go back to some things that were taught, then, you know, we can make a huge difference now. I think we've just gotten away from a lot of things and it's become an emotional society. And so because we've become an emotional society, um, we've put our own emotions before others. And so um, I won't get into that. That's my own soapbox. (laughs) But um, the floor is now yours. Dr. Tasha, just, you know, take about 10 minutes and just talk to us about what you want to talk to us about. Oof. Okay. So I I don't know that I have 10 minutes, but I can tell you that, um, in my, in my life, um, education has always been really important. I feel that we are in a time now where education is not so important. Um, and I really want to make a stand for not necessarily formalized education, but that we, we spend time helping ourselves, our neighbors, our family, our friends, our kids, learning how to educate themselves in very real ways. Like right now, Tela has said that you don't even need a high school education to work for them. I believe Google and, and Facebook have said the same. You don't need a high school diploma to work for them. Well, what is that saying? Mm-hmm. What, what does that say about our education system that Fortune 500 companies, Silicon Valley darlings are saying, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll take you. You in 10th grade, can you code? Oh, you think you can code. You might can learn. We can teach you. And they can teach you better than a school can. So what does that say about our education system? What is that saying about our education system? We really need to think about what it says about that. And then then there's a couple of things I think we need to do in regard to it. And this this is this transcends STEM. It includes STEM, but it transcends STEM. Mm-hmm. Is A, we need to think about what laws are on the books and what those laws are saying we have to know think or do in regard to education and then we need to look at the people who voted for those for those bills and make different decisions Mm -hmm. because they impact our kids minority kids more than they impact any other and you better know that they are they are putting things in place that benefits them not us them so 
if you think if you think that voting is not important, think again. If you are an education proponent, then you need to be in these schools and at all levels, seeing what's happening and what's not happening, and then start asking hard questions. I used to get in trouble when I taught um, high school mathematics. I used to get in trouble all the time with my um, my department chair. Because I would say, why are we here? What do, what are we what are we teaching these kids to do? Is it to go to college? Is it to have a skill? What is it? What's our end game? And nobody could answer me. And they'd be like, Anderson, you don't know what you're talking about. Just sit down, teach teach that test, teach those kids the blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, but make it make sense though. You know, I have kids who walk in my classroom every day, and they're saying. Yeah, you know, Anderson, we, why we got to learn this stuff? And after a while, I was like, you know, that's a good question. Wow. I mean, it's, it's, it's a relevant question. And if we can't answer it as the teachers in the room, really? So that's, what is education here to, our formal education here to teach us, our kids? Why do we send them to a place to eight, seven, eight hours? We don't know what the end game is. And I, I, I think that's pretty much, I'm off my little soapbox now. <laughs> well, this has been <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. I want to thank you again, Dr. Tasha, for joining War Cry Radio. Go be great. I think this is the epitome of go be great. Um, you know, I, I, just recently added that to my show title um it it is something that and i'll just explain this just briefly uh initially it was just part of the name of my company which is warcry consulting solutions and so it was just warcry radio and i was sitting in my office the other day and i thought why don't i have go be great on there so i adopted this mantra if you will um several years ago I would just tell people go be great and it was birthed out of my own situations um, where I felt like I was stagnant where I was just motionless not moving just you know going through life but I could see that I was supposed to be great I just didn't know how to get there and I was waiting on somebody to tell me here I am a whole adult and I was waiting on somebody to tell me, Karina, just go be great. And I just, I heard it, you know, I heard it one day, just go be great. And so that was my permission. And so I tell people now, you don't have to wait on a person beside you to tell you to go be great. It's already inside of you. Just go be great. And so I believe, you know, that there are tons and tons of people in our communities that, um, and the way I describe it is the way I saw it was they have notebooks full of creativity and imagery that is just wasting away because they've not been told to go be great. And then there are tons yeah. of individuals in our community who are creative and they themselves are the blueprint for what they're looking for but because they can't find the blueprint outside of themselves they think that they can't do it so I tell them go be great and so I believe that this conversation is and was the epitome of go be great you know mm -hmm. because this is sorry that's my laptop in the background mm -hmm. I don't know why it's doing that but mm -hmm. you know we are to go be great and your entire story, you know, I mean, we can't sum it up in an hour, but your story, what you shared with us is that you decided to go be great regardless of what the next person said, you know, and that is enough to, I, I truly hope that this conversation pushes the next person. Does it have anything to do with, you know, um, money, credit, uh, business building or investment property no but it does have a whole lot to do with wealth and that wealth begins inside mm -hmm. and that is one of the things that I start with with everyone so for you know anyone that's wondering well why would she have this on you know this person on her show that's why because 
this is the epitome of wealth. This is the epitome of go be great. That wealth beginning inside. You have to see that abundance first. Yes. Yes. It has to be within you first. You have to know that a lot of times, oh my goodness, you know, that that blueprint is within you. And you just have to be the one to release it, you know. And so, Dr. Tasha, I am honored to have been um, on this fireside chat with you to, to just sit and talk <laughs> and listen and soak it in and soak it up. And, you know, I hope that in the future you would grace us again with another conversation. Um, you know, we've exchanged information and so we will definitely be in contact. I'm going to just go ahead and put this out here. I love you. You are you are Aww. my sister friend. And so, you know, that's it. <laughs> it's done. Yeah. It's right. I, you know, I, I feel exactly the same. I feel like I've known you forever. And, uh, but I feel like, you know, that's what happens when, um, you make a God connection. So exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So we're going to end here. Thank you all for joining into war cry radio. Go be great. I am your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun. And we have had Dr. Natasha Anderson from smart STEM on the show today. So thanks guys. And remember, if you have any questions, comments, anything, you can reach out to me at strategic solutions at warcry.com. Again, that's strategic solutions at warcry.com. And I will see you again later. Bye, guys. Thank you. Hey, guys. I wanted to give you just a quick disclaimer as I am bringing on featured guests on the show. I want to let you guys know that the views and opinions expressed here on War Cry Radio from our featured guests are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of War Cry Radio, War Cry Consulting Solutions LLC, nor myself, Coach Karina. And guys, I also want to let you know that any content provided by our guests are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, anyone, nor anything. And guys, it is possible for you to hear something other than what I normally teach and um, guide you guys on. So please keep that in mind. Uh, As you are listening to our feature guests, my goal with bringing on feature guests is to bring additional value for you. Okay, so just keep that in mind, guys. Thanks. Bye.